reality television with real estate agents on it. But a lot of this content the last couple of weeks. Is it good for business or bad for business? Stay tuned. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Excellent. Another beautiful day. I know. It's meant to rain later, though, so crossing fingers, it holds out another day. Yeah, hopefully for the, for the long weekend, we'll get some blue skies. I haven't seen the outlook, but um, fingers crossed. Fingers it's crossed. Come, come. Yeah. Talk to us, Jess. So today's topic, we're going to be talking about reality TV. There's been a lot of um, property reality TV lately with even having um, Lisa Novak on Selling Houses Australia last week. What's the last week? A couple of days ago. Yeah. Yay. Lots of people have seen it, by the way. I'm, I am surprised how many people do watch, um, you know, you sort of think free to air, it's there, but no, it's getting a lot of airtime. But even like shows like The Block, there's so many property TV shows that everyone's obsessed with. I think The Block, Maths, and um, there was another one where, like, the top three watch shows in Australia at one point. Maths went nuts. Went absolutely Went ballistic. They kept, put, kept showing it and showing it even when it finished. It's launched this year in the US and the UK as well. Yeah, the Australian Maths. The Australian one, yeah. Yeah, wow. Lux yeah. listings. Lux listings. Uh, selling sunset. Another one. Why are people so hungry for it? So I was reading an article yesterday from the ABC, um, and they had a quote from a Florida-based real estate agency that also they had their own show. I can't remember what it was called, but they said, "Let me get the quote." I don't want realism, I want magic. And that's how people are viewing TV. They don't want to see what they do every day, but they want to see something that's voyeuristic and beyond their everyday. So watching these shows, of whether it be Lisa selling a house, these people have never sold a house before, or building a house like The Block, or walking into a luxury mansion. People don't do that every day, so they love to see it and pretend that that's what they're doing with their time. But... As, as someone in the industry, I just call bullshit and think, man, it doesn't play out like that, but that sort of adds up what you're saying because they want to see magic and they want to see – I think we, we talked about aspirational and stuff like that. They want to sort of get caught up in a dream rather than a reality, even though it's reality television. There was actually um, – there's this paper done in the – there's 37% of consumers worldwide are aspirational consumers. So you're purchasing – beyond your means for the purpose of feeling luxurious and like you have more than you do. And I think people are watching with the same mindset. It's something that's kind of unattainable. So you're watching as if it could be you. Well, you got, you know, if you look at Lux listings, you got, you know, one agent cruising around in a, you know, $400,000 Range Rover, another one cruising around a $400,000 Porsche, another one cruising around a $500,000 Lamborghini full drive. It's, um, I think you know for for you know for ninety nine point nine percent of Australians that are watching it, it's aspirational, hardcore, hardcore. Yeah. And it's also, especially with lots of things, it's on your doorstep. 
I mean, a lot of the time when we see this kind of stuff, it's in the US or overseas, but to see like half an hour drive away, these crazy properties being sold with agents getting massive commissions with people that I think as well, another thing is the, um, the personality types on the shows make a huge impact as well. Because, yeah, because yeah, it's not often, real estate agents are a, like a special type of person and I don't think it's often that you get to be around, you know, the big personalities and people like to see it on TV. They love it and they love the property stories. Uh, what I'm really interested to see is how this is going to play out on an international scale um, because we know how it's performed now in Sydney from last season. But I think seeing how this season performs is going to be really interesting uh, overseas. Now, I'd like to think that people are, like, if you actually look at Lux listings from this season and actually even last season, it, it puts Sydney in a pretty awesome light. You know, like when you see LA or California and they're doing aerials and stuff, they're yeah. doing that in Lux listings. And I reckon we're looking pretty shit hot as a, as a, uh, as a country as a state, as a city. For sure. And the other thing too, the prices are so high that I think for the market that they are selling to, it might attract more people to purchase because it is so um, exclusive it's so high to buy. And, you know, and I think with COVID the last two years, people have sort of made a sea change and tree change nationally. So they've yeah. moved out of, um, you know, Neutral Bay and they've moved to Monavale or... You know, they've, they've gone for that sea change or they've gone for that tree change. Having said that, um, we haven't seen the international sea change and tree change, which which I believe has already started. And I think reality shows like Lux listings are really going to support for our property market. They really will, believe it or not. For sure, I agree. And there's definitely a massive influx still to come. Like universities still aren't back in their full force. A lot of people, they come with their whole families or just the ch- the parents will buy children housing here and then send them over for yeah. to go to university. There's a lot of um, people that are still, I think, even people that are uh, Australians that have left and still haven't come back yet. And you know what? Um, thinking out loud on what, what you just said, um, I think the instability in Europe, if you were sending your kid to Europe, uh, Canada, America even, actually, um, I think if you, because of the conflict recently and, and, the, and the strains on the international relationships, I think Australia actually portrays pretty well. So, again, I think it's all going to come back. Anyway, how we get, how we get to that from, uh, from reality? How did I get, how did I get there? Um, but, yeah, it's all true. It all, all, all roads are leading to, uh, to, to Sydney, I reckon. Yeah, definitely. I agree. And listings, even um, on another level, it still shows property and it shows wealth. But in the Real Housewives series, they do the same thing. They do the aerial shots of the property, like above the properties, above the city, and they show their houses. Um, and so there's Sydney and Melbourne, and it's the same thing. It broadcasts worldwide and shows people, oh, this could be the life that you live in Sydney or you live in Melbourne or you live wherever and encourages people to come. It does. Lisa Novak. Yes. Reality, reality, reality television. Um, lovely young couple in a uh, fairly original. Oh, we just lost you for a second, Mark.
back over to you. You can take over. Oh, there we go. Um, so, oh, there we go. You're back. You're back. Where did I lose you? Hey. Uh, Lisa hey. Novak for reality television. How do you think she went? Amazing. She always does incredible. And she sold the house as well. <laughs> she did a great job. She composed Quite herself so Pardon? Yep. I had a Did couple of clients mentioned 55 grand to renovate that house was uh, was a massive renovation for 55 grand. Really? It, they did a lot for that with that amount of money. Like that I was know. a huge. I know. That was huge. Yeah, for sure. What I think was also good um, that it was in our pocket as well, being in Belrose too. It was nice showing outside i think the east gets shown a lot on reality tv they forget about the northern beaches well they got the bridge they got the opera house they don't need to explain themselves where they are it's, it's just it shoots well it shoots yeah. well but um it's it's a beautiful part of sydney and um the, the northern beaches and yeah it was good to see belrose being being uh, showcased um how do you reckon that goes for these guys careers so when you're seeing these real estate agents on Australian reality television, good for mm -hmm. business, bad for business? I think it depends on how they hold themselves. So, for example, one of the agents from Lux Listings, I can't remember which one it was, but I was listening to him on a podcast and they were like, how much money do you make? And, like, everyone knows that he's making a lot of money. Um, but he's like, oh, I won't disclose, I won't disclose, and then goes on to give all of the figures that you can calculate it yourself. Um, and I think things like that don't put a good taste in many people's, like as a client, I don't think, it depends who you are, but some clients might put a bad taste. I think if you hold yourself well and you show yourself well and you get good results, you have potential for success, but, you know, it can go both ways if you mess up, it's on a public scale. In our industry, we call it GCI, Gross Commission Earned um, Income, or GCE, Gross Commission Earnings. And it's often pawned and tossed around million dollars GCI, $2 million GCI. Um, and what I think is interesting is there's no other industry in Australia that does that. You yeah. don't get a doctor who's a heart surgeon that, that brags about how much, how much he made uh, in operations, you know, yeah. he, he will turn around and say, I did $1.5 million worth of operations this year. I know. You know, I know. It, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like you'd be like, well, as a doctor, who cares? So I think you're right. I think in any field to be talking about your earnings for the year, it's weird. It's weird. And it's also, like we talked about, people like watching reality TV on watching property on reality TV because it's aspirational and voyeuristic. But to be going around bragging about how much you make, I think, is another um, another ballpark altogether. It's just, it's not in good taste, I don't think. <laughs> and sometimes I think with this reality television, they want the bad taste to come out. It's actually, yeah. it, sells, it sells more, you know, it sells more airtime. So I think as, as, um, as an actor, uh, I think you got to watch. You you got to stay on the right side of the of the blade, uh, because if you're on the other side, you can you can look real bad. Hey, um, yeah. with that, 
you know, with podcasts and talk about earnings and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. people aren't. They're not. They're not happy for them. They're not happy for you. There's also, I think, um, it happens a lot on Selling Sunset because that one's a group of um, the whole brokerage is a team of girls. So they emphasize like the cattiness and the drama between the girls is one of the things. And some of their agents, like the way that they act to the other girls, surely it would make you lose clients because if that's how they're going to act in a team, how are they going to act for you, you know? That's right. That's yeah. right. So that's uh, that's a spiel on re on real estate Sydney. Good luck with Lisa Novak with her airtime um, on the Lifestyle Channel. Well done to Lux Listings. Uh, and the guys the guys have done well. Um, and Selling Sunset. It's interesting. It's it's now an a uh, the it's the industry of of real estate is now in the industry of uh, of of reality television and and property. And there's definitely consumership for it. There's people that that gobble it up yeah Lots big budget yeah. massive yeah crazy <laughs> anything else to add from your studies of reality television you want to conclude on no nothing for me just um it's i think it's uh, good for the soul to watch even though people mock it good for the soul it's good for the soul uh, one thing that I was talking with um, Lisa this morning about that I just wanted to say on air was it's the half yearly clearance sale for property. It's the half yearly clearance sale for property. Yeah. People um, price uh, once the election is over. My prediction is there's going to be some there's going to be some good significant growth in the marketplace. And I think you, at the moment, there's fear in the marketplace mm -hmm. that buyers can capitalise on. So it's the half yearly clearance sale, guys. So if you can get into this property market at the moment, if you do have the ability, I strongly recommend to jump in because I think it's um, uh, people are just, you know, it's the public holidays um, uh, at the moment makes it a bit quieter for this week. Um, the election makes it a bit quieter. And I think as a buyer... Uh, and, and I'm not making this up in my mind. You, the, the the open house attendees are proving what, what we're yeah. saying. We've been open the whole way through. Um, but a message, special message to buyers, friends, family out there that are buying, now is a unbelievable time to, to whip something up, grab something. Go against the grain if everyone else is too scared to purchase any purchase. It's real smart stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Jess. Have a great Thanks. day. See ya. See you, everyone. Bye. Bye.